Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Fit in the Forum podcast for the Zozo Championship and a little bit of an opportunity to talk about Tiger Woods. I am your host for this short form podcast, Jason Roslin, or at DFSGolfer23 on Twitter. And of course, you can find me in our Slack channels or through the Twitter DMs if you have any questions about either this content or any other content. So happy to get into it as the second part of the Osmo Golf Weekly Podcast Series where I go over each element uh, that is important to the BGA DFS week and I give it to you in 15 to 20 minute spurts rather than one long sprint or one long marathon and I give it to you in three sprints. Anyways, enough of my uh, running analogies and let's go ahead and jump in into the Fit in the Form podcast if this is your first time joining me. I Certainly appreciate it. Part of the weekly golf podcast series here on Osmo. In this one, what I do is I go over the course history, if we have any. I go over the recent form. And then I go over how they've been doing their recent form with some strokes gained analysis. All told, it is the fit and the form podcast. So let's jump right in. And as I do each and every fit and form podcast, I review some of the course profile to start to gather or start to talk about a fit and this week the golf course is going to have three inch rough with bent grass greens all the way around except for on rye grass they're gonna have some rye grass rough which they've done to overseed and bring the rough length up to three inches and because we don't haven't had a tournament here since 2013 and even then it was only 18 golfers we don't have a lot of information in terms of greens and regulation or driving accuracy or what have you but at a par 72 70 100 yards with five par fives i can expect these fairways to be a little harder to hit because if not with five par fives and not much else to defend it i could see the scoring getting real low so with that i do suspect uh driving accuracy to be down a little bit and the rough length to play a big part so uh okay let's jump right in first we're going to start off with some recent form where i'm going to tell you some uh good information about some of the players in here and break it down and of course if you're looking for this information or if i talk too fast go ahead and check out the fit in the form guide of of each free each and every week on osmo.com of course Uh, And of course, if you're looking to join us, looking to get a little bit more, looking to see how I use this information, well, come on and join us on the Osmo Plus side. We've got a great month of golf coming up. Believe it or not, we've got one tournament next week where research is going to be vitally important with the Bermuda Championship and a field very similar to Corrales. 
And then we're going to get the ultimate one, the Masters, coming up in less than a month. And, of course, a couple of tournaments in between there. So no better time to join us out for the month. Just try us out, $29.99 for the month. Or if you want to join us for just the week, $8.95. Or if you want to try us out for all the sports that we have to offer for the week, try us try it out for just $29.99 for the Platinum Pass weekly. Give it a try and see what we have to offer all at Awesome All. I can tell you that. Alex Baker, who does most of our projections, he came in second on the Sunday uh, showdown. He came in first in some football contests. He came in first in a baseball contest. I mean, it's it's just unbelievable. And if you want access to the same information he uses, that's a perfect reason to join. Okay, let's go into the recent form here. I'm going to start off with top tens. So Xander Schauffele, the only player in the field who has four in the top in the past eleven weeks which is this data set that I am looking at. A plethora of other golfers have three, including Ty Hatton, Patrick Reed, Webb Simpson, Russell Henley, Sebastian Munoz, Matthew Wolf, Tony Finau, Xander Schauffele, and Mackenzie Hughes. Actually, I just said Schauffele. I don't know what. Scheffler. That's why. My bad. I apologize. And again, we're looking at top 10s here. When we switch over to looking at top 25s, Three golfers in the field have six in the past 11 weeks. Harris English and John Rahm join Xander Schauffele. Tyrell Haddon, Patrick Reed, Webb Simpson, Sebastian Munoz, those are the guys I just mentioned, they also have five. They're joined by last week's winner, Jason Kokrak, Kevin Kisner, and Hideki Matsuyama, along with Cameron Smith, who also have five. A new category that I've added in for uh, the Fit in the Form Guide is called the Trending Up Category. I'm going to talk about three or four golfers that are trending up, and then on the other side, maybe three or four golfers that are trending down. First one I'm going to talk about trending up is Patrick Reed. He bounced back with now three straight top 15s after a rough patch through the playoffs last year that included a miscut and two starts outside of the top 40, so Patrick Reed certainly looks to be trending the right way. Also trending the right way, Justin Thomas. After a little bit of a rust patch for him as well that included a miscut, he's had three straight top 12s, including last week's 12th place finish and 8th at the U.S. Open. And the last golfer that I see trending up is Joaquin Neiman. He had a third place there uh, back during the playoffs, then played bad, had a miscut, and then almost came in last at the Tour Championship. But three straight starts now in the top 25 with a top 10 last week after a great weekend so keep an eye on Joaquin Neiman streaking into this week now when we switch over to the negative side of things looking at no top 10s for 28 golfers in the field some of the biggest names that don't have a top 10 would include Victor Hovland but believe it or not he's got four straight top 13s he just cannot get himself into the top 10 right now Adam Scott also can't find himself into a top 10. Adam Hadwin, Andrew Landry, Ricky Fowler, Matt Kuchar, Tyler Duncan, Corey Connors, Dylan Fratelli, Jordan Spieth, and Byung-Hyun Ahn are some more notable names still searching for their first top 10 in the last 11 weeks. Now we go to the top 25s. That brings us down to only 13 golfers. Wow, that's pretty crazy. And believe it or not, we only had five that didn't compete at all. So really, it's only eight golfers that have no Top 25s, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you all 13 of them. Anyways, Tiger Woods, Gary Woodland, Kevin Na, Mark Leishman, Nick Taylor, Satoshi Kadaira, uh, the Kim playing from the Japanese tour, uh, Michael Thompson, Brad Kennedy, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Andrew Landry, and Adam Hadwin. Now, 
I think I'm going to take those 13 golfers and say I'm going to get at least one or two through the top 25 mark this week. It's just crazy how Tiger Woods, Gary Woodland, you know, major winners, prolific players, Ricky Fowler and Jordan Spieth for that matter as well, no top 25. So I suspect we'll get a couple of those guys to get across the finish line this week. When I say finish line, I just mean through the top 25s. Now, a couple of players that are trending down as they had been playing pretty well lately, but now not so much. First one I'm going to start off with is Adam Long. And Adam Long had a really nice stretch there at the U.S. Open and then a top five at Corrales. But since then, it hasn't been very good. A missed cut at the Sanderson in a 74th place finish last week, certainly uh, trending the other way. Speaking of trending the other way, Alex Noren, he had been on a nice stretch of golf coming inside the top 25 three times in four starts. Last week, he finished dead last in DraftKings scoring and really struggled with his game, so definitely going the other way, Alex Norin. The one that's going the other way, sadly, this is you know maybe a case of bad timing for Scotty Scheffler, as since he returned from COVID-19 diagnosis, he has not played well. He's missed a cut and came in 52nd and 37th in the other two weeks, so before going out for COVID, Scotty Scheffler was possibly playing some of the best golf in the entire world. So uh, sad to see that happen. Last one, Mackenzie Hughes. It was not long ago that he had a chance to win at the Corrales. But the other two uh, starts outside of that were a miscut at the U.S. Open and a 65th place finish last week. So he had been on a run of golf of three straight tournaments where he finished inside the top 13. But it looks like maybe that form is regressing a little bit to his mean. All right, now let's go over to course history. And I'm just going to tell you the entire field's course history because... Only about eight players have even played here. Tiger Woods, he's played four times. So what I did was I went back to 2013. I went to my normal five-year mark. Tiger Woods played four times in those five years. Came second, fourth, first, and second. Bubba Watson played four out of those five years as well. Came third, ninth, sixth, and 14th. Webb Simpson played three years, five, seventh, and 13th. Ricky Fowler, he played two years, as did Paul Casey. Fowler came in fourth and sixth. Casey came in third both times. Jason Day, he's played three times. Came in ninth, 15th, and 15th. Roy McIlroy has played twice, twice. Came in 11th and 4th. Gary Woodland, 10th. And Jordan Spieth, 16th in there. One start each. So that is the entire field's course history. Now, we'll be back. Uh, next week is the Bermuda. So we're actually not going to get uh, too much data from the Bermuda. There's only been one year, but this will certainly pick back up for the Masters in a couple of weeks. We've been having a Masters for quite some time now, so uh, plenty of course history to go out there, and we'll certainly spend a little bit more time on this podcast uh, in that section when the time comes. But for now, let's head into our strokes gain category to see what golfers might be a good course fit this week, where certainly we want to find guys that are really consistent off the tee, because driving accuracy probably a little bit more important this week. The more you put it in play, Especially on those par fives, the more opportunity you're going to have for scoring. So take a look at some of the golfers that are being consistent off the tee. But before we do that, let's start right up at the top with strokes gain total. And Webb Simpson has the best, or I should say has the highest upside of any golfer in the field. But I really think that it probably has to do with the fact that he plays a lot of those weaker fields that some of the other players don't compete in. However, even though he's playing in those weaker fields, he's still performing admirably so he's gained more than two strokes total in 11 of the 22 starts in the database tony finau justin thomas and patrick reed have all done it 10 times 
Speaking of consistency now, which I always start with the upside and then I go over to consistency and Webb actually leads to consistency as well. He's gained over a stroke and a half total in 73% of his starts. Xander Schauffele, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Harris English, and Hideki Matsuyama are the ones, all the ones over 60% of their starts and where that has come in. In terms of performances over the last 11 weeks or so, Jason Kokrak's one last week was super impressive. Others that have played well, strokes gained total over the last couple of weeks that you might not have known, Billy Horschel, Kevin Stroman, Lanto Griffin, and Ryan Palmer, all having pretty good weeks over the last 11 weeks. Now into our second category, strokes gained at to Green. We're looking for golfers that have gained more than 1.75, and Justin Thomas and Hideki Matsuyama are the only two to have done that. At least 11 times. They've done it, both done it 12 times, while Colin Morikawa has done it 10. Now, when we look at strokes gained, tee to green, over one, and we're looking at the percentage of starts in which somebody accomplishes this, Justin Thomas has done it in 68% of his starts. Wow, crazy. John Rahm, 64%. Hideki Matsuyama, 54%. And the last two that are above 50% include Jana Shoffle and Webb Simpson. Okay, now we go into the important one. Each and every week, I guess, is strokes gained off the tee. Still holding court is Cameron Champ in terms of long-term higher upside off the tee. These are golfers that have gained at least one or more strokes. Champ still leads uh, with 10 starts in which he's accomplished that. However, when we switch to consistency and lower that threshold from one strokes gained to a half a strokes gained, Rory is the most consistent. He's in at 70 5% of his starts in which he gains at least a half a stroke off the tee. John Rahm also over 70%. Two of the only guys that accomplished that feat. In the last 10 weeks, all of the these next golfers have had a positive week off of the tee in each of their starts. Definitely want to keep an eye out for these guys this week. Tyrell Hatton, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Bubba Watson, Cameron Champ, Dylan Fratelli, and Rory McIlroy. Now, of course, we all know that it is super important to hit your approaches somewhat close because that's how you get the most birdie opportunities. So golfers that have performed the best on their approaches over the last little bit are Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland. They've gained at least one stroke 10 times in this database, the only golfers to have double-digit times of doing that. Thomas, however, Justin, speaking of, he's more consistent, though. He's gained at least a half a stroke on his approaches in 72% of his starts, while Colin Morikow and Victor Hovland only do it in about two-thirds of their starts, 66%. So while they seem to have a little bit more upside than Thomas, Thomas maybe a little bit more consistency. A couple of other guys like Corey Connors, Paul Casey, Tiger Woods, and Russell Henley are all over 60% of their starts in which they gain at least half a stroke on the approaches. Okay, now we're going to talk about the last 10 weeks, and it, it's a little skewed on my chart. If you check out my Strokes Gained Analysis article on Osmo, of course, which is free as well each and every week, you'll see that Matt Kuchar has the highest uh, Strokes Gained on the approach uh, for the last 11 weeks, but he only played two rounds at the U.S. Open, and I can't imagine he would have been able to keep up that type of Performance. So, in reality, the best performance has really gone to Bubba Watson, Sung J M, Tom Hoagie, a couple of other guys uh, that certainly have performed well uh, over the last little bit. 
with their approaches. Paul Casey is another one that has been struggling a little bit lately, but uh, at least once over the last 10 weeks has gained over a stroke and a half with his approaches. So maybe this is a course where he's had two third place finishes. Certainly uh, accuracy and ball striking should be at a premium, so maybe a little bounce back spot for Paul Casey this week. Now, golfers that are going to miss the green, which is bound to happen this week. Few of them have certainly been competing or uh, performing better than others. Six golfers have gained at least one stroke six times in this database. Hideki Matsuyama, Jordan Spieth, Byung-Hun Han, Brian Harmon. I'm sorry, only four have done it six times. There's too many sixes for me and I got a little confused. Sorry about that. I apologize. But... Matsuyama, Spieth, Hanan, and Harmon, they've all done it six times. Spieth, however, is the only golfer in the field with 50% or more of his starts gaining at least a half a stroke around the green. So while Spieth is going to miss greens, he is the highest uh, probability of being able to make that chip or shot off the green, or at least put it close in terms of the strokes gain around the green. One would think he is a great putter as well, and he certainly has been in the past, but has not been recently at all been really struggling with the putter. Taylor Gooch, however, has not. He is the hottest putter in the field. He has gained at least a stroke seven times. Others like Harmon, Berger, Nas, Simpson, Todd, and Horschel, along with Spieth, have done it six times. Over the last uh, little bit, however, Kokrak has the best putting performance that we saw last week, gaining 2.75 strokes putting, a full half a stroke more than the guy uh, next over the last 10 weeks. Others that have putted very consistently over the last 10 weeks, gaining at least a quarter of a stroke. Brian Harmon has done it in seven starts. Richie Wierenski has done it in five starts. So that is it for the Fit in the Form podcast. We're approaching just about 20 minutes here. Normally we get just past 20 when we have a little bit more course history information. But this week we're only dealing with about eight guys that have started here. So not much to read there. But of course if you're looking for more information and of course the very important Against the Grain podcast which comes out Wednesday morning. That is going to focus on ownership for the PGA DFS slate in the last of the three Osmo Golf podcast weekly series. The reason why I do it last is because there's been so many withdrawals since coming back from COVID because of COVID and other reasons that it's most important to wait as long as I can to get accurate ownership projections. So come for that tomorrow, or I should say Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. It should be out eh, probably a little later than 7 a.m., probably more towards 9.30 or 10 a.m. That should be out in live. So uh, lock time this week is Thursday Closer to 10 or 11 o'clock, maybe even 12. So we got 12.45 last week for the first couple of rounds. We might even be having that again as it's a similar field size, uh, exact same field size, I should say. So probably going to get a 12.40 start on the West Coast, 9.45 uh, local time there in Malibu, California for the Zozo Championship. Good to see Tiger Woods back in the field. So until next time, everybody, until it gets to green tomorrow, thank you for joining, and we will see you on the other side. Cheers. Cheers.